right, guys. So I'm here today um, with a really awesome band. Um, you know, these guys are really just incredible. Um, I basically discovered them by chance, you know, on the interwebs. And um, I'm super stoked to be having a chat with them today. It's Club Valley. Guys, how are you doing? Hey, man, how are you doing? We're doing well, man. Yeah, we're good, man. Yeah, we're good. How are you doing? Hey, man, I'm always good. I'm always good. And I'm super stoked today that we've got you guys on the show. Um, it's one that I've really been looking forward to. And I just want to know, you know, right off the bat, um, in terms of how many members there actually are in Club Valley, because I remember initially um, I used to see a lot of images with um, there was like three of you guys. And then recently it's literally just been two of you. So yeah. officially, how many how many guys, you know, make uh, Club Valley? I mean, right now we're playing as a two-piece band, but like the band's been running for quite some time. So we've had like um, rotating members of the band. Yeah. Like we were four-piece at some stage, we were three-piece at some stage, and now we're two-piece. But yeah, everyone is still part of the band, I guess. But like right now we're a two-piece band. So then how does that actually work? Like, you know, if... if if say for example the both of you are the main guys and then you obviously have the other guys as well still involved um is it a matter of you know them coming through and just you know picking up where they left off like how do they catch up how does this actually work yeah i feel like yeah i feel like they're always like caught up i guess it's like yeah, yeah it's like the music is the same regardless of who's in the band but like having more people in the band of course like if we're friends joining us and shit like that, I know the sound is better, but like, yeah, I mean, most of our friends have like solo projects. So they focus more on that. And Jason and I are like, we're just trying to do the club Valley thing. Like we've disbanded most of our solo projects just to focus on this one project. So yeah, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah, I know it does. It does make, it makes a lot of sense guys. And you mentioned there that you guys, you know, you sort of put your solo projects on hold. Tell me a bit more about that there, Jason, maybe we can start with you, bro. You know, what did you sort of, you know, what was your solo projects before doing Club Valley? Um, my solo projects is not really music side, like music, I'm purely Club Valley. Um, the solo projects that I pursue is more with clothing and art. So, like, I, I started a brand with one of my friends, um, Public Domain, so I was doing that before. And then also this year I started, like, just pursuing um, also just clothing on my own capacity and, like, own ideas. So, yeah, that's what I do on my solo projects. That's really sick, dude. And it's actually interesting that you were doing clothing. Do you find that there are any maybe similarities between the whole clothing gig and actually making music as part of Club Value? Oh, most definitely. Like, I feel like I'm creating, like, the the attire for, you know, just this whole, like, universe or creative world where, like, we're legit creating, like, the Valley world or, um, yeah, like, this universe. Like, I get to, like create the attire how like Kanye is basically making like easy and making it like you know the attire for the world right now i feel like i'm doing it for this well micro fucking world yeah yes yeah, so that's so sick and obviously i obviously didn't get you know names initially so you've got jason and we've got nigel <laughs> nigel that is awesome bro nigel what was your solo project bro before diving into club valley full on i mean i've been making music i, I started the band in 2017 uh with my homie timmy but like i've always been making music from like producing to writing and shit like that so when i started the band i just wanted to shift more away like i didn't shift away from like a di kind of setting like where i was making music on like a computer and it was just like a little midi board and i would do that but i wanted to get more into like studios and like have 
live sounds, like connected shit. So yeah, Club Value is definitely my odd. But yeah, so I, I mean, I'm still putting out like bees, like I'll sell bees on the internet and stuff. But yeah, that's like pretty much, uh, that's like my side projects. I like film and stuff like that. But it's like, yeah, I do a lot of things. I mean, we both do a lot of things. Like, yeah, our side projects, there's so much. Like we're, we're, like, we're musicians, but like we're also poets. We're like, we're writers. We try and curate culture in a sense in our little circle or to the people around us. So it's like, yeah. Hey, that is sick, bro. And the fact that you even produce, you know, um, it just shows that you're very versatile then. You know, what sort of stuff do you actually produce when it comes to your solo work? Is it more like hip-hop? Or is it pretty much similar to what you guys are doing as Club Value? I mean, it, it, it changes. I mean, I started off, like, making bedroom pop, like, but, like, with, like, trapia kind of, like, sounds and, like, and, like, and scapes. Then I moved on to, I don't know, like, disco. So it's like it changes, but it's like it's it's. I still play guitar and like I'll pick up a keyboard and there, but it's like I'm composing mostly on like a computer. So it's like it's yeah, it it's everything. I do everything for my solo projects. I'll like yo, I do everything, bro. Tell me about um that experience at Afropunk. Yeah, apparently you guys you know met up there somehow, um, and then that is how it sort of was formed. Uh, let me in on, on that a bit more. Yeah, it was like a crazy one. Was it 2009, 2019 going into 2020? Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know Jason. Like, well, I kind of know him because like everyone in Joburg knows each other weirdly. But like Jason was there. I was there. Like, and he kept on looking at me the whole time. But like, we didn't know each other. So it was like, yeah. Then later on, I think like three days after Afropunk, I put up a post that our band was looking for a drummer. And someone was like, yo, Jason can definitely play the drums. I'm like, yo, the fuck is Jason? <laughs> then I met him like two days after that, like in five days after Afropunk we'd met, like I found out he lived down the road from where I stayed in Auckland Park and we just kicked it. And I think I had a jam session mm-hmm. that night. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, you're in the van, bro, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. And who actually drives the direction that you guys actually do musically? Like, is it something where Jason was already listening to maybe similar stuff to what you guys make? And Nigel, you were also listening to that sort of stuff and it sort of came together? Or was it more like Nigel was like, okay, bro, I'm, I'm you know, into like psychedelic or whatever. And then Jason had to sort of follow suit. Um, nah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's always just been, because, like, I feel like the way we play music or the way I perceive it is, like, we're just speaking. And when it comes to influence, like, I've been, I, I like, mainly listen to, like, hip-hop, like, uh, Kendrick Lamar. Um, uh, Shout out K-Dot. Like yeah, I don't know who else to reference right now. Shout out. Like right now. But <laughs> then, yeah, Nigel's music taste is totally different to what, to what I what I listened to or what I was listening to. Um, it was just a, I think it was just about like us legit being in a room and just playing music and listening to each other and like, yeah, seeing how we can progress individually, but also like make it make sense. Yeah. So yeah, there was never really a choice of like, this is what we're going for in terms of like sound. I feel like, yeah. Yeah, we don't even, like, consider ourselves. Like, people, like, they've labeled us a lot of things, but I think Club Valley is just, like, it's literally just music to us. 
Yeah, like it just happens to be guitar themed, so it's like yeah. a subgenre of rock somehow. We'll go from like scream core stuff. <laughs> To like very melodical stuff so it's like yeah you guys pull it off really well though i feel like you're very consistent with the sound that you've got and i feel like it's very that's actually very difficult to to like get down and that's why you'll find that maybe some artists um you don't have that consistency you know someone will make you know one track that sounds completely unique you know to another whereas with you guys as much as each track is unique you can still sort of I don't want to say box it, but it still has that sort of familiar, like you just know that this is Club Valley, right? So then how do you guys actually pull that off? Yeah, yeah. It's got that signature sound now. So how are you guys able to pull that off? I mean, look at your your tapes, right? You got Club Valley, you got Club Valley 2, Club Valley 3. Um, two tracks in each in each of those tapes there. And it literally sounds like each of those tracks were meant to be in one sort of album in a way. Yeah. Of how consistent you guys were with that sound. So how are you able to do that so consistently? I feel like we write from a place of like feeling and we're, our lives are like a shared, like... It's kind of like, like there's like Bradford Cox says something in his song. He's like, um, <laughs> we'll go to sleep and we'll have the same dream. I feel like that's what happens with like me and Jason. Like we'll literally go to sleep and we'll have the same dream and we'll try and convey a feeling. It's like, yeah, the music is going to sound like it's coming from the same mood, from the same vibe, from the same feeling until we're done with that project and we move to the next one, which is pretty cool because we don't then try and write based off like yo we need to make a happy song or like we just write based on the feeling that we're feeling we experience most of the same shit because we're like homies too like outside of the band so like yeah if that answers that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it definitely does and i mean as jason you were saying there bro that your influence is more like the hip-hop side i would never have been able to tell because that's like another thing that points at how well you guys execute the sound that you do like um i think similar bands that i've heard in the past you know that i would like immediately when i heard of you uh, heard your guys's music um you guys don't sound like anyone else obviously but i sort of was reminded a bit of I don't know if you've got if you guys have heard of like bands like Waves, um if you've heard of like Bass Drum of Death, um those kind of like Tame Impala type stuff, um but at the same time just the fact that you guys you know have different influences or that your influences aren't exactly in those sort of genres yet you're able to pin the sound down to a T, it takes like incredible musicians like are you guys did you guys go to like some sort of fraternity did you guys study music or did you guys sort of just you know come across it and you just winged it i mean jason has like musical education i don't have any i've been drumming since like 2012 i think 2012 um i was able to like do music at school and like i chose the drums at that stage and yeah, the school was very good at, like, the music side. Like, the person that was controlling was very good. Also, like, my drum teacher was crazy. So I had that opportunity, which I'm, like, super grateful for. Because, like, before I joined the the band, so, like, I, I was playing drums from 2012 to, like, 2017. And then I stopped, like, two years because I was done with high school and I was in university. And I didn't really have that space to do it because I wasn't, like, doing music. And then, yeah, like... It just came that like, yo, they needed a drummer and then it was the perfect timing. Oh, dude, the story, you know, how everything just sort of came together is actually really incredible. Like some of my favorite music by you guys is um, on, I think it's Ebony's Last Demos, if I'm not mistaken. 
um oh, your, yeah. as, as a project oh shout out for listening to this yeah like, oh, <laughs> yeah dude like honestly i feel like as a project it's so complete because um you obviously have some tracks in there that are just literally like instrumentals and i feel like those just work you know really well with some of the stuff where you guys have lyrics like one of my favorite joints on there is moon um, which is just purely sort of like an instrumental. And it's just as good as, say, for example, Boy, you know, which has, you know, lyrics in there and it's that sort of vibe. So with you guys, when it comes to your sort of creative process, which would you say you guys actually, like, have more fun doing? I know it's probably an unfair question because making music in general should be fun for you guys. But do you find that maybe it's a lot smoother just, you know, making like an instrumental? Or would you say um, it's just as simple as maybe coming up with lyrics or something you know i think um instrumentals are kind of like for, for me per se i'll already have like a song like the lyrics of the song done just because like three words like can spark the craziest like yeah <laughs> the craziest like conversation in a song or whatever so i think yeah i think the most fun thing for me personally is uh the songwriting Yo, instrumentally like yo we go for hours like Jason won't like the stuff that I'm playing. I won't like the stuff that Jason is playing. So, like, yeah, the instrumental part of, the, of, of everything is, like, super. But it's cool, though. It's, like, cooler now when you're, like, starting to play around with, like, pedals. And, like, because we used to just play bare. Yeah. We just used to play bare. Like, you just mic the drums and I'd run my guitar dry. But now, like, we're getting into, you know, like, a shoegazier approach of things. We have a pedal board. So things are starting to sound spacey and cooler. So I guess we're going to start enjoying that more than the songwriting even going like into the next projects. I like the process of listening to the music, if that counts. Like, yo, I'm like our biggest fan. I, no one's going to, yeah, like, it's actually like, it's quite, my friends call me, um, what is it? A hog? Yeah, I don't know. They call me a, a lot of things. A lot of things. <laughs> but like, I'm steady jamming Club Valley and like, yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, the listening. Nigel, you mentioned you mentioned there when when it comes to writing, you know, that literally three words could spark, you know, conversation somehow. Um and that reminds me of, you know, in Boy. Um there's a little I don't know if it's a voice note or a phone call that you guys, you know, put in there. Um what is that actually about? Yeah. Who actually sent that? Because I know it's got something to do with, you know, uh the homie wanting to spend more time with himself, more like a it's not you, it's me type thing. Yeah. You know, so who was that firstly and who was it to and what is that whole thing about? Yeah, so the song I composed this song like in our house, but then I didn't even write like the the main like <laughs> some of my friend kept on like see he's not like a musician or anything, but he kept on like saying that like you say you wanna stay. I was like, yo, that shit is fire. Let's put it in the song. And it ended up like becoming this whole thing where he was like breaking up with his girlfriend over a beat that I made and I was singing about it. So yeah, that's like my homie Z. He's <laughs> he's like he's like, yeah, he's just saying like, yeah, I'm just like I'm not trying to like be in a relationship type shit. <laughs> Does he know he's in the song? Yeah, yeah, credits, man. He wrote the song like <laughs> Oh fuck with him. That's my boy. <laughs> Does the girl know that he was sending that to that she's Oh I don't think so. Like I don't think she knows. I don't think she knows that there's a song about it. <laughs> but I'm sure she like she she went through the song like in real life. Like, like <laughs> 
She experienced it in HD. Yeah, like she had to go through it. That takes a guys. Another favorite of mine on that project is um I think it's so long. And one of the lines as well that you you guys say on there is, you know, waking up at three AM and it immediately reminded me of a recent conversation that we had with um Werner Becker. And he was also talking about, you know, back in the day having to stay up, you know, till like the wee hours of the morning and such. And that, you know, this this seems to be something that's very common with most creatives and that, you know, they don't get any sleep. So do you guys sort of not get any sleep as well? Is that part of like, you know, the writing and the creative process or do you guys actually get enough sleep? I feel like now we're getting more sleep than we were, like probably like previously. Because also like we're like young people and all our homies are like creatives. So, like, we'll say we're going out for drinks as, like, homies and we'll just, like, stay up till the the morning and you want to come back and still, like, work on art because you feel like experience breeds art. So, like, I've been out the whole night. I'm coming back. I have all these stories I want to fucking relay, whether in fucking painting or song or whatever. So, yeah, I think we used to have a lot of um, late nights. But now it's like, yo, got to be responsible. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it comes to like families and stuff, are your family supportive of what you guys are doing as Club Value? We'll be right back. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little you mean? Yeah, yeah, we all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying yeah. I'm trying oh, yeah. to get them on there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, me, we all artists, man. We go you feel me? We going to have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I don't lie. play with it. Take that shit serious. Yeah, I think um, like family structures are different in every household, but we've been able to like talk to our people about what we do and kind of like express to them that we're trying to garner our own independence and freedom by choosing this way of life, which is like pretty hard to like, I guess, like to tell your, your parents that you want to be an artist and you don't want to get like a normal job and that like you kind of feel like it's too late for you to go to school now and like try and become a doctor or whatever. So I think, yeah, we do have support. Well, personally, I have support for my people. They're not really too stressed out about it. I think, like, they can see that we believe in what we're doing. What's the long-term goal here, guys? Where do you guys want to see yourselves? Man, we're trying to record an album with Rick Rubin. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, end of, like, next year. Like, we're trying to make so much music. There's, like, so much stuff that we want to do, like, in terms of, like, music. There's, like, so many ideas we want to express like even a Jason and like clothing, like there's just so much we want to do in the realm of art. And I don't think we're ever going to stop doing this. Like, I don't know. Like we're, we're like, we're like, um, not religious people per se, but like we believe in God. And that's like one of the things that we talk about, like a lot. So we just like, yeah, we just want to do this like forever, really play festivals, yeah. like make really good albums. Yeah. Like work with really cool musicians and producers and all of that. I want to, Headline all those days, those big stages have the craziest sound. Dude, like headlining yo, and the festival stage is so nice. Yo, like it's the best like, thing to be on a yo, festival I, stage. I swear, dude. like just give us the space. Like oh, when the space is provided, yeah. we will not <laughs> disappoint. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is music for the people, by the people. So it's yeah. like, oh, that's good. it's gonna be so fucking fun. <laughs> are you are you guys stoked with what you've achieved so far? Though, like, do you feel like you guys are on the right? 
path because i mean with you guys you guys were i think even text you know did like a, a young sort of cover on you guys you know in terms of like an article you guys have bloody hell man on instagram you guys are on like 700 plus followers following no one you guys are doing really well you know so are you guys proud of where you guys are at this stage do you or do you feel like you know you could have been maybe a little further I feel like there's all we're like we're like walking like we're taking steps every day so we don't really like stop and look at things like that although we are very grateful that we are able to do music I feel like yeah we're like about to go further and further and further and further How did you guys feel when when um cuz we've had actually Tex on the show as well and she's really incredible though the whole you know what she's doing is really incredible for yeah, South African music and her platform is major how did you guys actually feel when you know she did like an article on you guys We're like stoked like yeah, we're like cuz cool. we we don't really get like a lot of people like writing about us and stuff like that yeah. so that text in the city was one of the first like um articles yeah I articles that, that put something about us up. that was yeah. like really cool that was mad cool yeah. yeah that was so fun we're so grateful like we're so happy that week i think like yeah when you were googling us like it said like that was the first thing that would pop up so it kind of made us feel like oh man we're so legit bro like we can make more music like it feels good to be doing this like little yeah. big achievements like also, that also like little the, things when you search club valley now like it used to the locations used to pop up now it's just us yeah it's, <laughs> they kind of made us like solid yeah <laughs> so shout out to text <laughs> for real no guys honestly i'm 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 a I mean like Jason I'm I'm a huge like listener of you guys' music I really enjoy it I started listening to it about a week ago just you know in sort of preparation for this interview as well and I really been enjoying it you know I feel you guys you guys are able to set the mood you guys are able to like honestly bro it's like super chilled music I really enjoy it I feel like you guys executed well and obviously with Club Valley 3 having dropped as well um as your latest with um both Boulevard and I think it's MTV as well in there yeah. um we have to close out with the track obviously and we did touch on all three projects a little bit as well in the you know initially and such which of the two is your guys' favorite Boulevard <laughs> yeah why that one over MTV yeah he likes MTV cuz I think you like the Daniel Johnson cover yeah Okay, cool. That's yeah, but Boulevard, man. Boulevard is like two minutes. It's like really cool. The lyrics are like super. I like I like the words on Boulevard. The baseline is crazy. <laughs> It is insane. I mean, how did you guys actually come up with that song? um briefly before cuz I mean, we are going to be closing out with it then I'm going to get handles. But how did um Boulevard actually come up? I think we're rehearsing for a show. We were playing it as a three piece at the time with our good friend and brother Timmy Afilaka. Timmy He's also a musician, really good musician. We're just like rehearsing for a show, and he started playing the bass line, and you know the first word came in like, a, and I know I've been there before, and we're like, yo, <laughs> let's run with it. And I think the 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 original song was like six minutes. I hate it. It was so long, and then like all these other parts that were like super unnecessary, but like everyone liked the song because it was like super. It's just one of those things that like God's gift, you know, like. one that you can see at that very moment it was like yo super sick like yo we just got a song we didn't even have to go like you know a di- we didn't even try and like dig deep for it it just came it just came to us in that fucking moment yeah so yeah that's how that song came about really yeah i know it's really incredible and it's also my favorite song as well on the tape um it's one that i listen to a lot so yeah i think it's the best song to close out with and for anyone who's listening to this and may want to reach out to you guys and maybe work or just send some 
merch or some love your way um how do they go about doing that what are your handles it's club valley everywhere literally yeah. everywhere except for our twitter which is the valley boys with 3z's <laughs> but everywhere else <laughs> it's like club valley on linkedin we have like yeah we're we're all over the place and it's just club valley like it doesn't yeah. really change we're also blessed with that name like yeah. no one was like using it so it's like ours like yeah. it's our idea <laughs> so like if you type in club valley wherever you are in the world in the country yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll pop up. No, that's incredible. Are there any parting words for the people that have been showing you support till now? Right on. We'd like to thank everyone. Like, we love everyone. Like, we love everyone who listens to our music. We, we love everyone. We love the world and we love every human being in it. And also, we have, like, a really nice project coming out, like, later on this year. It's, like, a, a full-length EP. Yeah. Five songs on there. It's called, uh, what do you call? Life as you know it best of luck at the worst of times there it is it's an exclusive guys heard on Sledge and the Ground for the very first time ever shout out shout out shout out guys thank you so much for having this conversation with me I hope everyone is excited for that drop um, but we're obviously going to be closing out with Boulevard right now before we go don't forget to check out everything Sledge Underground on our website it's www.sledgeunderground.com um, social media we are at Sledge Underground on every social media platform except Twitter we are at Sledge 031 as for myself it's as one 031 it's been an awesome episode with Club Valley um, until next time we're closing out with Boulevard it's bye for now mm-hmm.